This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (laughs) That's how you want to start this week? I was actually going to just jump right into the topic. I mean, unless you live under a rock, you know that the Kardashians has been... Do you think it got canceled? I mean, when I did some research today, because I don't know a whole lot about them, which is maybe I do live under a rock. Oh, okay. Um, it canceled came up in the search, but that's yeah. probably a lot of people just searching that. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't know how they could have gotten canceled. They're like a money machine. That's what everyone thinks. I have some insight on that, though, as well. But um, it's so interesting to me, you, because I feel like you're a very big, like, pop culture guy. And there's the things that I bring up as topics, like WAP or WAP, whatever you say. We've argued about which one it is, like, for days. She says both, for the record. Okay, I'm going to have to re-listen to the song, I guess. But... Then the Kardashians, like you're like, I don't really know anything about them. I'm like, what? I mean, I know stuff about them. I just, I've never really watched you? the show. Yeah. I, I mean, I really don't like them. Although I do think Kim is really smart and I've heard really good things about her from Me people too. that have worked with her. Me yeah. too. That she's actually so. really, really nice and nice yeah. to work for. I don't care if you like them or not like them. It's just like, there would be no way in my mind that I cannot respect what they've done over a as decade business people, as yeah. business people yeah. and what they've made out of essentially nothing or a sex tape, you know? Yeah, I mean, I mean that's where it sort of came from. I mean, look, they did have money, you know, yeah. her, her dad was a, a successful lawyer. True. And, OJ. And the stepfather was very successful too. Right. Um, yeah. So <laughs> you were about to go somewhere. This is probably, um, well, probably you look confused. You're like, who was the stepfather? It took me a second. Well, it's confusing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's changed. Yeah. She's changed. Um, I mean, I saw a family photo of them Yeah. and I, I think she, there was only one. I don't know what year it was taken. It was in my research though, but there was only, I feel like one of Kim's kids was okay. in the photo or maybe it was Courtney's. I don't know which is which. Sure. Um, but Caitlin looked so pretty in it. 
Well, good. She looks so pretty. That was what yeah, you really I was trying to remember so her name. I was it. remembering her name. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, I can't call um, her Bruce. I was waiting for some big yeah, drop. No. And you're like, Caitlin no, looks, looks so really pretty. pretty. She is pretty. Yeah. I mean, Bruce was an attractive man. Yeah. Yeah. My parents always said it was just so interesting because it would have been like in our times, like if Michael Jordan had transitioned, uh, right? you know, like one of the biggest athletes of your time. Yeah. And he was for my parents age group. So yeah. it is just, just fascinating. Good for him though. Or her. I think that she's her. much yeah. happier in this capacity. I feel like she's sort of like, I mean, I don't watch the show. Is she even part of the show anymore? No. I mean, I feel like she's kind of like disappeared and which is probably good. She's got to settle into her like new life. And I don't it, really think that that was on purpose. Also, your ignorance about the Kardashians is actually getting on my nerves right now. <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, like I actually don't watch the show very much. Um, every now and again, I would. But like if you I mean, you keep up on social media, right? You keep up with the Kardashians. No, no. I don't follow them. Well, no, anyway, there was this crazy. whole falling out with uh, Bruce slash Caitlyn because of a book she wrote. That mentioned Wait, some Bruce stuff about Bruce and Caitlin. Are you mean Chris? Bruce and Caitlin is the same person, right? You just said a falling no, out I'm between saying, Bruce and Caitlin. I said Bruce. Sorry, Caitlin. Like I was correcting myself. Oh, gotcha. Um, and Chris, because Caitlin said some things that Chris did not approve of in a book that she wrote, and so I think they kind of like ostracize her, which again goes back to the power they have gotten in our culture and our society. I mean, like the way that they have manipulated the media, just like using the show to basically for free publicity for all of their businesses yeah. is actually insanely. Insane. I wonder if E or uh, um, Ryan Seacrest has any sort of ownership. Yes. And any of the businesses. Oh, I don't know. I'll tell you this because I was also on a reality show on E and they, um, there's a clause in your contract now and they say they call this actually the Bethany Frankel clause because she started skinny girl, you know, while she was on the show. Right. And so any business that you start, and I don't know if this was a deal with the Kardashians or if it was just the deal with our show then, you know, like, cause they might've started way before Bethany Frankel had her deal, but it's basically was written in that if you started a business during the show, they got 10% of that. Wow. I can't remember because I remember going back and forth with like my agent going back and forth about Velvet's Edge because I had started it before the show. But if it had like gotten a significant, there was some sort of weird thing that they were trying to get out of like if I started some side thing, but it was with the name Velvet's Edge even like it wouldn't, I would still have to give it to them because the the publicity and the exposure it's just good for business. It just is. Like yeah, there's I mean, no doubt about that. that you're not yeah. paying for. I mean, right. did, I mean, would that mean that they own part of Uncommon Jane's? I don't know because I don't talk about that business. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I heard that went out of business anyway. <laughs> Fake jewelry. I um I don't know what the deal is there. Yeah, I, but yeah, I mean, I hope they do. <laughs> okay, well, I'm probably gonna cut all this part out, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> Anyway, I just think that it's fascinating. I've been reading so many different responses. Like I even posted about the show being canceled just because I was like shook. Like, holy shit. If 2020, it just like keeps like the bombs keep dropping. And it just to me is consistently showing over and over again that something in our society is shifting, you know, and maybe that's taking this too deep and maybe that's being like, okay, they just got canceled or they just ran out of things to film about. But like, realistically, I'm starting to be like, you know, maybe this is like completely shifting. Like maybe not that like reality TV is over, but this like 
huge celebrity culture fascination with people of like the rich and the famous, maybe it is dying down a little bit because like there's a fucking pandemic going on and it just seems really stupid. I mean, maybe people finally care more about their own families than the Kardashians. I don't know how you don't right now, you know, like also there's this whole thing of like, I want mindless entertainment sometimes, you know, like when you're really stressed out, but all of the issues that would be maybe discussed on that show, but that's not necessarily true. I guess some of their personal life stuff isn't this way, but like, it just starts to feel really irrelevant. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, like I said, I haven't watched a ton, but in my research, I did learn today that through the years, they've tried to be a little bit more topical. They actually are pretty good about it. And they've, they've, they've like leaned into some political stuff. Obviously Kim trying to become a lawyer and, um, you know, bigger issues. Yeah. Bigger issues. Stuff that is beyond just like, trite things i mean at a certain point you just it would get really boring if you weren't sort of yeah but their personal lives the more they open up i mean there's so much shit all the time i secretly wonder if like the kanye meltdown had anything to do with it i mean it very well could like he's just so on another level right now that they're like we can't we have to protect our family yeah and then also the other factor is the courtney factor like she quit last year and she's essentially always kind of been a little bit less concerned it seemed with filming or fame than her family you know um but it's like sort of like you got to feed the beast kind of deal like there's a reason they kept doing the show for 20 seasons i mean that's insane yeah and it's because it benefits them i mean well courtney i mean did she i know she's got that website push but like yes has she, aside from like this, didn't she also own store a store with? God, again, you are just I mean, so out of your Kardashian knowledge. Know, but like, all three I, sisters own Dash, Dash and okay. that closed a long okay. time ago. So, aside from those ventures, did she really sort of capitalize on the fame? Yeah, or? I think like Poosh is kind of the deal. I was reading an article, I think it was in BuzzFeed, about the Courtney factor, and everyone was kind of talking about how. You know, she's sort of done it a little differently, like with the business stuff. Now she's set up this thing that, you know, maybe she doesn't have as many followers or maybe she's not making the same amount of money as them, but she's still doing she well for hurting. herself. Exactly. And it, it, it's a very true to her mentality. Like it's very holistic. It's very similar to like the stuff I talk about on Velvet's Edge, you know? Right. But she's fucking Kourtney Kardashian. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, I think she's like set up I mean, I kind of like her the best. I kind of do too because she seems the most real. Yeah. But um, anyway. How, I, th- I mean, because it's the, for the other ones, it's like, how, how much money do you actually need in this world? You know? Yeah, like, but it's, in I this think it's lifetime. one of those things where it's like once you start and also like the question in your head, or at least I know this was it for me, was like, this is temporary and I know it's temporary. So like I need to focus on it hard right now and like pound through it basically and make the most of this opportunity right right now because like it could go away. And I think before you know it, you're like 20 seasons in and just feeding the beast. Like I said, right. Um, It's interesting though, because I can't really say like exact numbers because I don't think I was really supposed to have this information. But again, because of also having some contacts at E and stuff, um, they, you know, I had heard like the Kardashian numbers were not what people really expected. Like you just think that they're like blowing it out of the water. And I don't know if it's just like people don't watch TV the way they used to, but their numbers were not insane. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I did some research about the beginning of the show Yeah, 
And like in the beginning, the first season, it was like they'd average like 1.3 million viewers. Right. Um, And then it was like they broke some records in like the the end of the second, the beginning of the third and the fourth. What were those numbers? I'm curious. They, I mean, they remember? were like 3.4 million. Oh, 3. okay. We'll see. Like it wasn't like that. I think though. was a high one. I know when um we were doing this stuff, it was like in the twos. Right. So, so I mean that's, that's I think it just sort of speaks to ease sort of viewership overall, probably. Maybe. Um I mean there's so many channel options now. Mm-hmm. But they also repeat I wonder if they um do they count I think the numbers that I read were the viewerships of the premiere and you know, it wasn't oh, yeah. like with no, reruns and stuff like I that. I can't remember what it's in. called, but it's something plus three. And it basically like the only thing that they measure, which is really hard nowadays with DVR is, um, the day that it comes out plus three days to like let people, but like I watch shows like a week later, like I've been binging real housewives of Beverly Hills. So they're not getting my ratings. Like, cause the show's done filming now and it's done airing. Right. But so they didn't get any of that. And like, I think that happens with a lot of people. You just do it when you have the time, you know? Right, so right. I don't know. It's weird the way that TV ratings work nowadays, but all in all, I just find it completely fascinating. Like, especially people being like, Oh, thank God. But it's like, Okay, but still, they have influenced our culture and so much about it. You were saying you even researched like makeup sales, right? Yeah, because I, in doing my research today, like one of the things that kept coming up was just about how they've influenced fashion. Yeah, and there's actually a, on British Vogue, there's an article came out yesterday about sort of the influence of the Kardashians that I read, and um, and then you know I saw a few things about like the way that the makeup industry was changed by them because the selfie culture exploded and Kim brought back contouring. I was about to say contouring. And like, like people didn't know. And so I pulled up. Should be spelled with a K now. I, right. <laughs> contouring with a K. So the show premiered in 2007. I pulled up a, a thing on um, statista.com mm-hmm. about the growth of annual, like global makeup, the cosmetics market. Okay. And in 2000, so in 2005, it was up 3.8%. And this is global year over year. In 2006, it was up 4.9. 2007, it went up to 5%. Then it went down 2.9, 1% in 2008, 2009. And then when the show really exploded in 2010, I mean, it's always over 3% growth. The last couple of years, it's been five and a half and 5.25. I mean, wow. that's, I don't, you can't, there's no like straight line that this is Kardashian influence, but I do think that, um, you know, they brought a lot of appeal to makeup and be, mm-hmm. and then with the growth of it, you see the growth of YouTubers doing makeup and um, yeah, I mean, it's like all of these influencers need to look good. Right. You know? Well, it's like you said, too, the way that they shaped this whole, like, mentality of looking perfect all the time and all of that stuff. And I, I think that that's true. I'm just like, I think I'm curious, what's going to be the next big phenomenon? You know, like, I do feel like this was a decade of the Kardashians. And they influenced so many different things that I don't even think we completely think about but like what's the next thing gonna be well i mean look i think we'd be fools if we think that they're just gonna go away i no think they, like there's no way that chris jenner does not have a plan well i even thought i was like are they doing this like we're done no they're they probably gonna put a out a season. movie well, they'll say, do they like still, one movie yeah, a year totally they still have a season that's about to air right and so i th- i 
think I posted this on my Instagram, but I'm like, is this the 2020 version of break the internet though? Because like they always have some plan, right? right? Like they're just so smart and so strategic. Yeah. Hate them or not. Like, I just think you have to respect what they've done. I mean, I would love to have Chris Jenner in my court. I think that she is obviously the, like the glue that holds that thing together. She's a, she's brilliant. Um, yeah, I mean, it's funny, I, I kind of, on my way over here today, I was like, I wish I'd um, Googled, like, Kardashian flops, like, mm-hmm. things that they, like, failed at. Well, there's a um, ton. Yeah. But you don't really think about those, yeah, and especially now they have them. such great success in so many different areas. Right. I mean, I will say... But I, there are failures, and I think it's important oh, sure. to, like, point out that, like, even with this amount of success that people fail and they just, yeah, just they would going. pivot and keep going. Yeah. Pivot. That's such a good word. I will say it's a little gross to me now knowing what I know about this kind of world that they have so much power because they can manipulate any situation. Like you notice they always come out on the top of everything. Right. And like, there's no chance that they are always right in everything right. they do or in every relationship. And like, that's a really frustrating thing to be in that position where like they're all executive producers on the show. Like they have control right. of the narrative being put out there. Right. And good for them for that. I mean, you have I, to when you're giving that kind of access. Yeah. But I would not want to be in their life because no. everything is very controlled and I'm sure contrived. So. Yes. Anyway. Well, I, I heard someone I was, an, I can't even credit the person that said it, but, um, and I'm going to paraphrase it anyway. Um, but in my research, it was, they said the reason why people love the show is because um, they're selling a brand of exclusivity while seemingly being inclusive. Oh, it's so true. Um, it's so it's smart. the poison and the cure. Oh my God. It's so smart. And I was like, that is so spot on the poison and the cure. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a good way to put it. Well, I just, yeah. I mean, I don't even have a sounding off board on this topic. I'm just like, I, I just think I was shook when I read it. I was like, holy shit. So I'm curious what's next for them. I'm also curious what's going to be the next big thing and like how our culture is shifting. If these changes that we're feeling right now in the pandemic are going to stick around maybe longer than we think. And this like, wouldn't it be amazing if she, if like Kim came out and said something like, there are bigger things to worry about than what we're doing on a daily basis right now. And yeah. we want people's priorities, priorities to shift. They would be really smart if they did that because like everyone that. would be on board and they yeah. would look really, that would be a good look. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I think like, I don't, I haven't watched it enough to really like hate them. Right. I just kind of hate what they represent. Well, I think that's what a lot of people right. do. And so the it's, show I'm passing judgment on something boring. that like, I haven't really, you know, it's look, I think it's enough in my life that I can pass judgment, but I mean, I don't really have a reason to hate them, right? you know, but like, I do kind of think that they're the downfall of, they, they are like part of the downfall of society. You do. <laughs> yeah. Just Why? like the whole selfie culture. And it's like, you know, I think it's, um, yeah, I just think it's made people think that like you can literally be talentless. And get famous. And get famous. Yeah. I mean, it's really driven that. Yeah. So, look, would it have, if if they hadn't sort of taken over for Paris Hilton, would it have been Paris Hilton? Like, someone would have filled this space. I feel like it would have happened anyway. It would have happened anyway. Personally, it's just like the way our society was going. Right. But I do feel like right now, in 2020, there is something that people are like kind of over it. And so, and like, if you do post these same kind of pictures that we've been programmed to post for the last however many years 
it just doesn't sit the same way and it's just kind of gross. Like yeah. it's like, it's a very fine line now, you know? And I think like, I know me from like what I post on my page, I'm trying to find my way again. Cause it feels, everything feels so weird right now. Right. Like you got as like, I hate the word influencer, but like, I'll just say like a blogger or podcaster or whatever. I got in a program of doing things a certain way and like, it just doesn't work anymore. That stuff for me, at least like, I don't feel, it doesn't feel authentic. It feels really strange. And I just feel like it's cause just like what you said, like there are bigger fish to fry right now in our society period. Right. Like there's just bigger issues. So unless you're using your influence for something positive for that, it almost just feels irrelevant and right. dumb. Yeah. And like now it's like everyone does it too. So it's like, wah, wah. <laughs> well, I, I love, um, I forget what the handle is. I follow an Instagram account where it's like irrelevant comment or something like that, where okay. it's like an influencer on the beach in like a string bikini. And then like <laughs> what they're saying literally has nothing to do with it. It's like, you know, I've been grieving today and it's like something like really deep and you're like, <laughs> Wait, what? what? This does not compute. I know. It's I think it's tough. irrelevant comment or irrelevant caption, maybe. It's really funny. I'm sure I've been guilty of that stuff. Because yeah. sometimes you're just like, it's also that when stuff does become a business, you you start to need to post and, you know, be programmed to do different things. And so as authentic as you try to be, there's also like a program and protocol to any business. And right. so that's just being honest about it. Yeah. But I'm just curious how things shift. I'm grateful for the Kardashians in some ways because it's like a fully, I mean, I know there's men in that family too, but it's a lot of women really out there killing it. And so I'm going to give them props for what they've done. And I'm curious what happens next. Yeah, I can't wait to see what happens. If you know anything about me, you know I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. It felt very on brand for me, but then I went on a trip with a girlfriend not too long ago where she could not stop commenting on how cute and comfy my pajamas were, which then made me realize they may also be my new favorite travel companion as well. Guys, I am not kidding when I say you will experience unmatched softness and smoothness with all of Cozy Earth's products. The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code VELVETSEDGE at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. So I wanted to follow up on a message that we got last week. Um, it was one that we read in the podcast we did with John Roa. He was our male uh, voice for sex and dating questions. And if you guys haven't listened, John is super interesting because he had a quick rise to entrepreneur tech world fame and sold his business for a lot of money. So he had a, a quite vast experience with the ladies and he talks about it in his new book, The Practical Way to Get Rich and Die Trying, which is actually out now. So check both those things out. But he was awesome. I love him. I think he's just like such a good um, level-headed guy now where he is. And he was very open with us about sex and dating. And so he answered a lot of you guys' questions. And this one was one that we all had a similar response to, but there's been some updates. So I wanted to go ahead and fill everyone in. So this comes from Nicole. She says, your timing is perfect. Seeing a guy for two months, I've been in daily communication with him. He goes on a boy's trip for a birthday and goes MIA, like doesn't even respond to my text. How's it going? Intentionally not making me a priority yet or unintentionally being a dumb guy. So we essentially all three answered like this dude is you don't you this is like 2020 everyone is glued to their fucking phone he is intentionally yeah he's intentionally not answering right so she messages me again this week and this is the message that this douchebag sends to her so he's okay i have a couple notes to throw in he's gone mia for a week right and he's been on this boy trip we all said that and john specifically was like if i'm not writing a girl i've been dating or talking to it's probably because I feel guilty for the things that I'm doing, you know, and that I agreed. I, d- didn't you? Yeah. Okay. So the guy writes her this week and he says, Hey, finally was able to get a new phone this morning. Lost it rafting on Sunday. I think you said you were out of town this weekend. So I hope you're having a great time. What do you think? Chip? <laughs> I mean, he definitely spent some time figuring out like the most believable lie he could say. <laughs> oh my God. Lost it rafting. She should write back, I can't wait to see your new phone. A <laughs> new, new phone, who does? Um, that's a good point, she should. But he, the, the kicker is, she told me that he was watching her Instagram stories. So I'm well, like, the dude fucking had a phone. Yeah. He totally had a phone. So we get John Roa in on this. I, I sent him the text and I'm like, I'm like, what does this mean? Like, this guy is a total douche, right? This is what he said. Um, of course, I lost my place now. Okay, so I sent it to him, the message, and he said, he goes, I call utter BS on that text. That's some, the dog ate my homework shit. Yes. And I said, okay, good. That's what I said, too. Uh, so why even send it, though? Like, to test, is it to test the waters to see how mad the girl is? Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, if you go a week like you know you're in trouble right or like if especially if you've been talking to a girl every day she had a key to his house she told me oh my so like and he just disappears for a week like what's he doing and john said because guys are insecure idiots who play games and yes likely having his fun and now seeing if it's still on the table 
I said, men, man, man, <laughs> um, he said, I could be wrong. And he's a lovely guy and truly lost his phone. But you know, I'm a realist. I said, no chance. I believe you're nailing it. Uh, thanks for being the velvet's edge male guru, helping one lady out at a time. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said this, this was like his sound, his sounding off note. You can tell her this. My phone completely died during a kayak kayaking trip a month ago in Michigan. And it was quite easy to pop the old laptop in and tell the girl I was dating at the time because it would have felt very weird not to communicate with her for a week for days when we were used to doing so and not contacting her would have been an overt effort on my part. Right? Like everyone has a computer. She said, this guy is like a business guy. There's no chance yeah, he can go I mean, a he full week without a phone. He could have logged into his email on someone else's phone, even if there wasn't a computer mm-hmm. there. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I said, I agreed. And she, he goes a full week. I roll. Ha ha. I mean, maybe in 1995 cell phones could have cell phones, Oh, without cell phones, this could have worked, but these days, nah. no, no. So anyway, I'm really glad. I think Nicole's done with them, but she was going to, she was trying to figure out what, what to actually say back. I just sort of wanted her to blow them off. I mean, I kind of feel like she should be like, so how did you watch my stories without your phone? Yeah. Just call him out. Yeah, Just be like, that's a lie. Like, look, he could have, there's, I think the easiest way out of this would, would have just been like, sorry, I haven't been in contact. I was trying to be present on my trip. You well, know, just, that would have been a bit better answer than right, I lost my phone, right. but I'm watching your stories, so right. I'm lying. Because in it, Guys at least are so it, it acknowledges stupid. that he hasn't like yeah. reached out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I would have taken that a little bit better. I would have too, oh, but it, it like you said too, it's just about communicating, and he could have probably communicated that at the beginning. But it's also like it's just not that big of a deal to send a text. I don't feel it's not. unless you just are not wanting to. So. Anyway, I think Nicole should move on. This guy sounds like a player to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so that leads us to our listener email for this week. And you, I just, if anyone has children in the car, this part is PG 13, maybe R or X. Oh my God. <laughs> I asked Chip earlier today, should I actually read this out loud? Because it like, was. I sent that big, like big eyed blushing emoji back <laughs> when she sent it to me. <laughs> It's it's like pretty graphic detail. So it's funny to me though, but like also, and also like no judgment happens here on Act Casual. And so there's no shame in anything like that or anything like that about this. We just want to warn you if you do have children in your car, you know, maybe this is more of like a headphones moment for either them or you. I don't know. Okay. So, <laughs> but definitely come back and listen later. Come back being the like <laughs> word. So actually, that's funny that you say that word come because you told me to try to read the. I can't. I'm getting flustered. Okay the the subject of this email is sexy surprise come kiss and Chip goes maybe just try to find another word for come. But like, I don't know how, first of all, and like what other words for come are there? So can you give me some ideas? Well, did you, did you I did Google a little it? Google search. The funny thing is, is um, just the normal thesaurus.com like has the word come, but I That's found disturbing. a funnier urban thesaurus.org and there's some good ones. Tell us. Um, do you, so there's here, here are the normal ones like jizz. Uh, is that 
better spooge. though? Spooge. Spooge? Yeah, I mean, those are like... <laughs> Sexy surprise spooge like kiss. Man jam. Disgusting. Love mayonnaise. This is disgusting. Log love nog. mayonnaise. I just literally got chills up my spine. There's, uh, Joe Jonas is on this. I don't know why. Joe Jonas? Joe Jonas. Sexy surprise Joe See, Jonas I mean, kiss? look, you can, always, you can always say ejaculate or semen. <sighs> Boring. Um, there's also... <laughs> Um, <laughs> hot dog flavored water. This is just I this is so literally the can't. I'm throwing skeet, up in my skeet, mouth. Skeet, ranch dressing, bone sauce, white gold, okay, okay, man juice. Okay, I think I'm like reaching a limit of something. Yeah, nutter butter. Uh, can I just say come? Yeah, I think we say come. Everything else still sounds. I like think you should say hot dog flavored water. Sexy surprise, hot dog flavored water kiss. No, that actually just sounds like it tastes like a hot dog. Which the human hate glue, oh, like that's, that just makes you think of the texture. All of these are disgusting. I mean, I'm going with cum. Okay. I'm, I'm leaving the original statement. So, sexy surprise, cum kiss. Here we go. Load, <laughs> load doesn't work. Here. Okay. okay. Hi, Kelly. Have you ever? <laughs> <laughs> The answer is no. I just want to say that before I even start. <laughs> Actually, it's not probably no, but like not, this has not been conscious for me. Okay. Let me start over. Compose myself. I'm a mature adult. I'm a mature adult. Okay. Hi, Kelly. Have you ever had a guy grab you for a kiss just after you finish him in your mouth? My boyfriend, my boyfriend and I. <laughs> I'm dying. Uh, Why is this so hard for me the to funny say thing out is loud? It's like, I'm, there's truly no judgment. <laughs> there's no judgment. Poor Christine, because I feel terrible. Sorry, Christine. I'm just 13 years old right now. Oh my I God. Cannot. <laughs> I can only imagine what it must have felt like for her to type it. She was like, do I hit send? I actually uh, don't send. get that vibe at all from her. She ended it with an XO. I think she feels pretty <laughs> confident. She ended it with a sexy surprise cum kiss. Okay, um, so she said... She sounds funny. I actually love Christine. Let me start. Let me just get my shit together okay. here. I'm sorry, guys. Okay. My boyfriend and I were making love, and I had a couple orgasms while on top Can of we, him. Oh, first of she all, said making I, love. And then she had a, now I'm more stuck on a couple orgasms. I'm like, damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my boyfriend and I were making love, and I had a couple orgasms while on top of him. I wanted to finish him off in my mouth as I did. I love tasting both our cums together. He pulled me up. I cannot get through this. He pulled me up and we had a deep kiss while I still had most of his cum in my mouth. The first time really surprised me. He said he had been wanting to do that for a long time. We both loved it. He always loves kissing me right after he makes me cum with his tongue so I can taste myself. Have you had experience with cum kisses or are we different in this considered kink? And is this considered kinky? Do you think this is weird? We think this is so hot and it usually keeps us going longer. XXO. So I think you know what that is? XXO is a sexy surprise cum kiss. Yeah, She's ending XXO. me. Yeah, Christine. Look, I think, first of all, I think it so sounds like they through. have a fun sex life. Well, a couple of orgasms just makes me yeah. feel like you're doing something right, right. Christine. And as so is he. <laughs> or is he? I don't even know his name, but we'll just call him Bob. <laughs> Bob. We'll call him the so, Butter Butter Man. He, the, okay. So, first of all, I will never like 
I personally can have my things that turn me on or things that I like, but like that doesn't mean that if that is not in line with what you like or what turns you on, that what you do is weird. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like right. I just, I will never sit here and be like, that is so fucking weird. But you know, I don't want to ever do that because if it's obviously giving you a couple orgasms, something is right. And if you're, and if you keep going, like if right. it turns you on to like continue having sex, then I think yeah. it's, I like look. I'm, I'm not gonna say that I haven't had that experience because I have. Really? Yeah. Um, Can I ask you a question mm-hmm. about that then? Okay, so this is the part that threw me because, like, I have had it. Yes, like make out after someone goes down on me for sure. But like, the part that threw me was when she said there was she still had most of his cum in her mouth. Yeah. Like, have you had that? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. But it's it's not something that like is necessarily like a big turn on for me. Like, yeah, got to have that all the time. Yeah. But I do think it's like to sort of like take the giggles out of it for a second. Mm -hmm. Like you are exchanging bodily fluids, you know? And it's like, I think that it's just part of the, what you're doing, you know? Well, what I read in this is that they're both super open and in the moment. And that's always hot. Like it's it's like, and it's when you don't inhibit yourself by like, ew, you know, like that whole, I just think if you can be open and comfortable in a situation and just like, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, yeah, just I, I, my thing about anything sexual, as long as it's not like painful or hurting you, Mm -hmm. like it's worth trying it. Like Brussels sprouts. That was an interesting comparison. I mean, I you used to think I hated Brussels dogs. sprouts. Oh, yeah. Because as a kid, I didn't like them. Taste but I, I fucking love Brussels sprouts right, right now. So it's like, give yourself the opportunity to figure out if you like something or not. Like, right. don't just because it makes you uncomfortable and you think it might be gross. Like, doesn't mean don't that you shut shouldn't down. try it. Like, yeah, I like if was, something is unsafe then you have every right to be like, nah, I'm good. I feel like a lot of girls would be like, because, you know, there's this thing when like a guy comes in your mouth, you swallow pretty quick usually because you don't want to just like let it linger most of the time. Um, And so like there's, I can hear a lot of girls' reactions right now being like, ew, just because you just like want it done. I'm not just like let it float there on my tongue for a while. But like, is that because cum is actually gross or because we historically like we've just conditioned women to be like it comes gross i mean it sometimes doesn't always taste the right. best right but it doesn't it's not like like a lot of girls have a hard time giving blowjobs in general because of that factor of like right. they don't want first it's like a gag reflex kind of thing you know so i don't know i guess it just depends what i think is interesting about christine and her boyfriend was that mm-hmm. like she said after they did it, he goes, oh, I've been wanting to try that. Right. But she just like traveled from his dick to his mouth with a mouthful of cum to like essentially spit it in his mouth. Yeah. Without having cleared it with him first. Uh, they must have been on the same wavelength yeah. before. I mean, I guess she said he's done that to her before. So. Well, yeah, because she said they like tasting both of theirs together. Mixing it. Interesting. I mean, they're like making full blown mouth concoctions. This is where they Cocktails. lose me. Yeah. <laughs> Cumtails. Cumtails. That this is where it loses me a little bit, just because it's like this a lot of liquid going back and forth, and it has nothing to do with where it came from for me. It's just the texture situation. Right. Like it just sounds like a lot of floating happening that I'm not necessarily sure I'm on board with. Right. Like give me a life raft. I need to like stay afloat. <laughs> 
Wow. So. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that I don't know that I would describe that as a kink though. Okay. Huh. What, would you call that a kink? I'm definitely feeling like not everyone is into that. <laughs> we can't just sit silent on a podcast yeah. and ponder. <laughs> we're yeah, pondering. Everyone in, all I don't sudden, know that I think that that's a kink. People are driving in their cars and we're just like sitting here silent. Like we'll whistle. Pondering. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> do we have to pay Jeopardy now? <laughs> I sing it off key. I mean, what do you consider a kink? I guess would be the question. I mean, to me, kink is more like when there is like a little bit of pain and I don't know. Well, so you obviously have a very clear description of kink in your head. Yeah. Like you feel very dominatrix. Yeah. I'm going to, yeah. Like, why don't you Google kinky? I'm going to Google kinky. I'm typing with one hand, you guys, just to make her sing. Okay. Involving or given to unusual sexual behavior. Say it one more time. Involving or given to unusual sexual behavior. You don't think that this is considered unusual? So maybe it is kinky. I definitely don't think that everyone does this. Like, imagine your most conservative friend. You don't, I mean, although you never know what's really happening in the bedroom, but like, I can't imagine a lot of girls doing the cum kiss. Yeah. The cum tail. Cum cocktail. I can't, we got to find a better word. Well, it's saying, okay, t-shirt. so it says if you describe some, this is what Collins Dictionary says. If Great. you describe something as kinky, you mean that it is unusual and be considered strange by many people. But then synonyms are perverted, warped, deviant, and unnatural. I don't think that I don't think it's this any is of any of those things. I think that it's probably that most people would consider it strange. Unusual. And I think it's like, because most people are fucking uptight. <laughs> You know, I, like yeah. a lot of people have missionary sex sure. and that's it. Sure. Scheduled and that's sex. Scheduled you sex. Have, like, scheduled missionary of... sex. So you're well, going to have to go to therapy about this topic. Well, look, I think that ha- and that has a lot. It's it's more to do with like just the way that our society sort of approaches right. sex anyway. Right. So it, we create an uptight people, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that listeners in Europe would agree because Maybe I think that they're approach flowing. Would, yeah, there's cum kisses all over Europe. Found, sounds very European. <laughs> it totally is. You know, it's, it's the like cum an kiss. Am- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that. I wish you guys could have seen his lips purse when he did that. The cum, cum kiss. kiss. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I agree with you. It's a little unusual, but like, I, again, I mean, she mentions couple orgasms and I say, if you're doing that, if anything is getting you off that many times, like have at it. Have sister. at it, Christine. Yeah. And also no judgment here on that casual. I'm sorry for the laughter. I do feel I, I mean, guilty. I'm obsessed with Christine. Anyone who like came up with that title for her message. As she knew I was going to read that one. Guess. I mean, literally, when I opened our inbox, I was like, oh, this will there be the one go. we read. There you go. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I haven't even read any of the other ones in the inbox today. <laughs> yeah, like, because none of them deserve to be read after that No, one. we're just going to leave it with that. Christine, thank you for giving us a sign-off for this week. And, you know, I mean, like, if you're feeling wild, I do feel like we just gave everyone something new to try. Everyone can try it. If you do try a cum kiss, report back. Maybe if you came up with a name for the cum tail, the new cocktail that we're going <laughs> to, what if we start selling that shit? <laughs> That's our new t-shirt first of all, but then also. I went to prom and all I got was this cum kiss. This <laughs> Are the cocktails like this, like milky, it's like Ugh. a white Russian. <laughs> uh, it's like lemon. It's it like you, you put like 
um, a, a, a something acidic with like milk and it curdles a little bit. Disgusting. <laughs> sounds like the most disgusting uh, drink ever. We'll keep working on our recipe. Yeah. Um, Tequila. Sh- I mean, lime obby. and milk. <laughs> Ew. Gross. Ew. Um, okay. Do you have anything else, Chip, that you needed to report in for this week? What are you doing no. this weekend? Any big plans? No big plans this weekend. I was supposed to be getting my Peloton. But oh, I heard about this already. Yeah. I'm not going to give them any advertising. Oh, you showed them. I was going to get my bike for my house. Oh, (laughs) right. But no name brands Uh, mentioned. Um, Peloton, please call Chip so you can relax. Don't leave me on hold for over an hour again. Lord, I'm actually going to Denver this weekend. It's my first travel trip with Bobby again. Bobby Bones. We're doing that show, uh, Breaking Bobby Bones. Are you camping? I hope not. (laughs) No, it's like a hockey situation. So I'll report back about that next week. But it's the first time that I've traveled on a plane since I can't even remember. Like that used to be my life all the time. But yeah, so it'll be interesting. I'm very... I'm kind of excited to get out of town and you get to see the BNA with not very much BNA carpet left. So unfortunately not flying out of BNA. So oh, oh, fancy. <laughs> it's not like I'm paying for the right. plane. I love when people are like, Oh, so oh, bougie. La, la. And it's like, I'm not paying people. <laughs> Whatevs. Um, anyway, I hope that you guys have a great weekend. I hope that if you're feeling spicy, you try a cum kiss. <laughs> I personally will not be trying that this weekend. Chip, let us know if you do. I, it is highly <laughs> doubtful that I will be trying that. This well, if you do, I think that you know that you should really try to remember to <laughs> act casual. <laughs> Bye. Bye. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.